Welcome back to Behind the Usher Station. I am Jonathan. I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Alex and Jerome. And today... I got a lovely... Today, it is the podcast episode you have all been waiting for. We are talking our favorite throwback cartoons, okay? We're going to go through all Gets of real out here in these streets when it comes to the tunes. Exactly. We're going to go through all your favorites. Don't worry, we won't miss one. And if we do, just... Then just use a hater. Yes. <laughs> and you can email us or tweet at us or Instagram us, whatever. Well, I think on Instagram, it's just DM us. Yeah. Yeah. Just message us. Yes. Some of that. If we miss the show. Way or form. But okay. we'll get into this right after this. There's a lot of shows. Oh my God, there's so, so many. many. And I think also we're going to see a divide because I'm more, I was more of a Cartoon Network kid than a Disney kid. Like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. I was, um... And you guys were, like, at least from conversations we've had before about cartoons, you guys seem to be more Disney kids than I, I was cart- than Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. I was, I was Disney and Nickelodeon. I wasn't so much Cartoon Network, but I, I, I do have some shows from Cartoon Network. I was more Disney's actually, uh, like Warner Brothers. Ooh, yeah. I was yeah, big on Animaniacs yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, the Looney Tunes, the Tiny Tunes. Like I was actually big, pretty big on the Warner Brothers mm-hmm. for a little, when they existed. <laughs> uh, then they kind of merged with like what UPN, the WB merged with the U UPN, and it actually became the CW. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember yeah. that merger, and it was really weird because I kept saying. Uh, the WB, and then I'm like, wait, that's not a thing anymore. CW. Yeah, I was like a kid. Do you question? Can you? <laughs> can you um, recite that um, country song in Animaniacs? No, I've tried so hard, <laughs> but I'm tone deaf. And like, I've gotten people to tell me, oh no, you can't really be tone deaf because it's actually a rare thing. No, I cannot keep a tone, a rhythm, anything for like the life of me, and I can't match it ever. So I think I'm legitimately tone deaf, um, and I really, really want to. Here, here's the thing, uh, just to rattle off, just to get everybody started. Um, and I, I'm glad we did this with little to no prep, which is a top five. Don't we kids. usually? Isn't do that little, usually yeah, our, our motto? I don't, I think we try to do prep, but we (laughs) that is true. But anyway, top five cartoons. Jonathan, I'll start with you. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you can just think off the top of your head. Number number five. I'll go five five to one. Okay. One to five. I'll go one to five. Fair enough. Much easier to figure your favorite. <laughs> or, <laughs> I mean, mine weren't going to be any any order, like yeah, of what's better or worse. I'm oh, just okay, going to do okay. like five like, cartoons. Like, no I order. Off the top of my head, they're my favorite. I'll order them at the end. Um, at the end of the podcast, uh, we got Rugrats. Rugrats will always be on my favorite cartoon list. We got Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold will also yeah. always be on my favorite cartoon list. And I think I've talked about Hey Arnold on this podcast before. We have Recess. Disney's Recess. I remember, I think, when I was in high school or maybe even like my first year of college, I went back and watched all the episodes on YouTube before all this Disney Plus stuff came out. 
Um, we also have, ooh, what do we have? What do we have? We got the Proud Family. I'm going to write these down, too. Okay. <laughs> we got the Proud Family. Like Okay. Seeing a representation of like a black family on television was awesome to me. Um, yeah, and that's it's always going to be in my heart. And they're doing a reboot on Disney Plus, which I'm excited about. Um, and last but not least, oh, you cannot forget SpongeBob. SpongeBob, I think that would be on everybody's list. I know, right? It's uh, SpongeBob. I remember it first coming out in 1999, and it was really weird. Because mm-hmm. I still remember the first episode and thinking it was, like, really funny. And now as I'm older, I'm like, oh, my God, it's like he's on crack or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex, what are yours? Um, other than SpongeBob. I'm going to give other five. I have to sneeze. So um, the other four? No, like, I'm excluding SpongeBob because I feel like this SpongeBob is, in general, a really great cartoon. But um, the, I mean, it can the, be on your top five too. There's no rule no, that says we have I to have a different like, top five. I feel like it know. should differ. I feel um, like these are sorry to interrupt, but I feel like these are the cartoons that stick out most in my mind. I have different cartoons that I grew up with, like over the years. Yeah, but well, like yeah, definitely. Like Pepper and the Weekenders have always been my favorite, and there's something I watch with my mom a lot. And there was something like even her and me could like say the same lines to so mm-hmm. the weekenders and pepper ann uh fairly odd parents i still love i i still will binge watch that on youtube mm. and it's super funny because there's a scene my mom loves from like the fairly odd parents when he was channel surfing timmy turner that's my favorite yeah. fa- the fairly odd parents she episode i love that, episode. that there's a scene in there where he's in like charlie brown and then he's like a kid faints and then a parent going wah 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 and he's like do we really have to involve the police <laughs> and like my mom still quotes that line I think she's seen the episode in so long but she still knows it by heart um so fairly odd parents uh definitely the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy oh. as my sister had said earlier they used to call me Mandy cause uh not a lot of people know that this isn't my real voice I add affliction and I raise it up because my real voice is actually very monotoned, a lot deeper, and sometimes a little gravelly. Uh, it does apparently cause anxiety sometimes <laughs> to people, just because I think it's just a lower bass than people had initially thought. And then, oh, there's quite a few I like, but I think the one I'm gonna have to put on my other five is from when I was really young, the Dragon Tales. Dragon, Ooh, Dragon love Tales, Dragon Tales. Let's go down the dragon tail. Yeah, I, I don't you know that like, part in the middle. You guys like dropped that. We were on but top like, of it and then it just fell out. <laughs> but Dragon Tales is definitely one of those shows that have stuck with you for so long. Even if you can't remember it, you remember it. And then all of a sudden you're just like, what is that show called? Mm-hmm. And I need to know it. And then I always wonder, now that I'm older, I always think, who was that? Sc- it was a scale, right? It's, it was or a was scale. It's a dragon Whose scale. scale was that? I remember they just moved into the house. It was and, Max and, and they, Annie. Yeah, they, they just found moved it into in the a, house. They found mm-hmm. it in a chair. But, like, it was never explained why they had a dragon scale, who owned the dragon scale, and who was the dragon it was from. Or at least I don't recall. And did you, re- like, um, so I watched a documentary about Dragon Tales. What? Uh, yeah, on, on YouTube. You can find it. It's, it's from a, the user is called uh, Defunct Land. I totally would watch that. Go watch on. it. It's really interesting. They go, through the, they go through the entire I've backstory. I've heard that channel before. Defunct Land is yeah. really cool. They talk yeah. about like basically anything like like throwback stuff that's no longer like that doesn't. 
Hey, 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 knock it off. Why did she say? She literally was funny. I was she, waiting for her to, so I can do talk it again. again. And then, but then yeah. she, she literally did calm down. She's like, all right, well, I'm, my bad. We, all, we all just I gave it that look. Recording, my bad. You like, go on, go on. So basically, it's oh. called Defunct Land. And they talk about how um, the development of that show. And really, that show was like, I didn't realize it when I was watching it, obviously, but. Um, now looking back on it, there was so much like, um, like Hispanic and Latino culture like embedded within that show. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons I had enjoyed it so much is because like, like you were mentioning with the Proud Family, mm-hmm. how you uh, had that black representation. I didn't have a lot of cartoons that had any Latin representation at all. Uh, Latins back in the 90s weren't that popular except for like Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony. You laugh, but it's true. <laughs> so I didn't have really a strong representation. And then I had Dragon Tales, which not a lot of people know. They came from a Mexican family and they even did Day of the Dead episode where they talked about how it's life and all this stuff. And they did the marigolds and all this. And it was really cool to have that. And people, again, I think don't understand the power of representation sometimes when you're that young finally seeing something and they're in like this magical land too it's like oh this is real cool and the the headmaster i forget what his name was but he once you see him you'll remember him he had uh i'm gonna look up his name because you're gonna have to remember his name um but he had like an accent um which i completely like forgot about when i was watching this documentary i was like wow yeah next that just goes to show like when you're a kid it's like that is it's it's normalized for you that's why representation is important yeah it ends up normalizing which it should be sadly we don't get to normalize things and that's the power of these cartoons that you don't a lot of people don't think about why is it so important to have this like uh Another cartoon I absolutely oh, love. I was gonna do my top five real oh, quick. Okay. <laughs> like, no, okay. Wait, wait, let me, let me. Well, let, if let we're me. focusing. Go, go for your top five while he's looking up the headmaster. Quetzal. His name was Quetzal. Do you remember Quetzal. him? Quetzal's and, pretzel stand. Yeah. I don't think I would have been able to say that as a kid because I had a form of a. I kind of had a lisp. I had a weird, weird voice as a child because I had this weird Spanish accent mix. I remember him. Remember him? Yeah. I had a weird Spanish accent, so... Chicago accent. Yeah, I saw the picture just now. I, I don't remember his name, though, but I do remember his, his look. His I name was Quetzal. And he had an accent. I was missing my four front teeth. <laughs> no wonder nobody understood me as a child. I was missing my four front teeth, had a really bad overbite, had a Chicago and Mexican accent. I don't even know what I was speaking. No wonder I speak sometimes gibberish. Like, people will understand me. My mom was making a comment about how I run my words together sometimes, which I do. I honestly do. I do too. It's just, yeah. or I like, uh, I do have a lisp because, but go, go on with yours. I have other stories, but go, go. Um, uh, in my top five, Courage Cowardly Dog, for sure. Oh, mm-hmm. I love Courage. Um, that show That was my me. favorite show, despite it being kind of terrifying. I think maybe it's because of the escapism. Like, I didn't really do a lot of horror stuff. So uh, for me, Courage Cowardly Dog was like my horror thing mm-hmm. that I was like into. Um, Dexter's Lab is also Dexter's awesome. Lab I is a classic. Dexter. I just always remember the. Um, I was just always confused about why he had a German accent. Yeah, well, it wasn't even German. It was like it was like a weird German slash. 
Russian slash. It was a weird accent, and nobody else in his family had it. It was just him. Um, My laboratory. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> more, you know what? Right. Transylvanian is kind of what his accent yeah. is. Um, I, uh, so Courage, Dexter, um, I would say Spongebob was up there for me. Like me and my best friend, uh, used to quote that show every day. If you can, day. if you can make, if you I have a situation. I everybody see Jonathan's hand movements right now. He's really powerful <laughs> with them. If you have a situation every day where you can be like, hey, this reminds me of the Spongebob episode where, and I find myself doing that a lot where I'm like, hey, this is just like the Spongebob episode where, then you know you're a hardcore Spongebob fan. At night. Um, I gotta At throw, night. Uh, I was gonna throw some teenage ones in there because uh, Teen Titans is up there for me. Um, I like started watching that when I was a little older and I remember that just like got me into like more superhero cartoons and stuff, stuff like Justice League and Batman, stuff like that. Um, so Teen Titans was great. Um, actually, you know what? I'm a I'm a lump one in together because Teen Titans and Static Shock, only because Static Shock. I remember Shock, Static Shock. Yeah, Static Shock was the first time I ever saw a black superhero have his own show. And then and there I was you like, go. There's Yo, never been... Static. Like Static's awesome. <laughs> um, and then also uh, Codename Kids Next Door. I didn't care for that. Show. I was I never like, into I that. Kids Next Door. Um, um, there's a lot more on my list, so but those are like the five. Same. But well, I guess six. But technically, well, like going back to like that. Static Shock, there was that representation right there, like with Dragon Tales and me. I got to, because I always liked the mystical world and the fairy tales and stuff. But you know, when you're watching Disney, there's literally no like, there's no Mexican like Disney or uh, Mexican princesses. Yeah. There's um, Elena of Avalor. Where is she from? Elena of Avalor. She's on Disney Channel right now. Oh, now. Oh, well, now. About- oh, yeah, oh. we're talking about back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> but um, um, we should go into our... Uh, but focusing on cartoons, no. No, we should go into our um, our, our uh, second tier lists. Second tier? Yeah, since we've well, covered... Hmm. Second tier. I like how you highlighted. I'm not gonna lie. I made some cuts that I'm not proud of because some of them are like stuff where I'm like, that show made me though. Okay. Megas XLR, a show I'm sure neither of you have heard of. Nope. Um, a show. It's a show about this guy named Coop, who's basically a dude who spends all his time, all who spent all of his life playing video games and watching cartoons. Uh, gets uh, a robot from the future, and. Then he has to, and then uh, aliens that come from that future, as well as other threats from space, like aliens and stuff, come down, and he fights them with this robot that has a car for a head, and it is totally up the alley for anybody who loves video games, loves giant robots, and all types of stuff. And I remember watching that show being like, I want to make, this is the type of stuff I want to write. And so it, it led to me like wanting to write scripts about giant robots and aliens and sci-fi stuff. And, uh, but it just doesn't make my top tier list because Megas wasn't always on all the time. It only ran for two seasons. And uh, these other shows are stuff that I would watch like every day. Mm-hmm. Pinky and the Brain, going with Ooh, Animaniacs. Yeah. I actually used to want to be like Brain when I was a kid. Uh, and you I was wanted, very smart. Well, more so I wanted to be an evil genius <laughs> and do horrible experiments. Which I don't know if that's from like me watching too many horror films as well, but I used to want to be like Brain and be able to try to take over the world. Mm. And I would, I think I used to ask my sister, "What are we gonna do tomorrow?" Like, or yeah, we would do that with each other. What are we gonna do tomorrow, Brain? 
Same thing we do every day. Try to take, take over, over the, the world. world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember those shows on um, Disney Channel, but they were on like the preschool version of Disney Channel? Like, I think it was like Playhouse Disney. Yeah. Back in the day. I um, like what? Like, okay. Playhouse Mickey? Mickey? Or Mickey's Clubhouse? Mickey's Clubhouse. I never watched that one, but do, you, do y'all remember PBJ Otter? No. Oh, PBJ Otter was good. And Roly Poly Oli. Now that one I do remember. I, I can I vaguely remember it. Roly Poly Oli. Yeah. He's small and short and round. <laughs> you have That's to sing that one by yourself. I didn't watch a lot of like I don't remember that theme song. You or, remember that well. Or what about what about Stanley? Do you remember Stanley? That's he was the kid that was really interested in animals, and he would like go to a different country every I, episode. I didn't remember Stanley, but I will say, uh, well, hold on, I need to look this up. Is that I what you remember... would call like? I don't want to say like preschool, but preschool and kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really get to watch those type of shows when I was younger, uh, because I was the youngest, and everybody else got to choose what we watched. So I got to had to watch the older stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I never really got to watch like. The preschool kindergarten shows, except for maybe like Barney. Mm. I was really obsessed with Barney. Yeah. You like up until uh, Roly Poly Oli's reminded me, and I was like, "Let me double fact check this before I just say it." But okay? man, it made me feel bad. Is you know what I used to love when I was a kid? Little Bill. Little Bill. Oh my god. Little Bill was awesome. Oh, you know what I don't so, know Little Bill. Little Bill. Again, um, maybe maybe <laughs> the, the pre- only, it's the preschool. <laughs> maybe the only like young 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 ones were definitely like Dragon Tales, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Clifford. And, like, like the ones that were on like PBS. Yeah. And, stuff. and I used to watch Caillou when I babysat. Caillou. Caillou's great. People are so like the millennial rise against Caillou has been strong because people have been saying like, "Wow, Caillou is an annoying little." He <laughs> is a brat. I used to think he was a brat all the time when I would babysit because he would throw these hissy fits, and the parents were like, "Oh, Caillou, you can't do that. No, smack <laughs> that kid." But that's kind of has all I can from. just set the record, let the record know that we at Behind the Usher Station do not approve <laughs> of child abuse. Nobody <laughs> doors like smacking a kid, but that's now against the But little... I only have a thing against Little Bill because of who created Little was Bill. Was that the black version of Caillou? I mean, kind, kind of. of. He was bald. He but was and black, <laughs> but and black. You know, so it, was, it was created it was by Bill Cosby. Black family, but the issue it was, was it was created by Bill Cosby. <laughs> but I think the show could still. But it was have a great its, show. Yeah, it, it was, was really great, good. It was educational for kids. Yeah, you know. it was great. And he it was learned good. about. It was like more of a social. He didn't really. You didn't and really it was like Caillou for the black community. Black kids could watch Little Bill and be like, "Hey, I, I'm, I feel like I'm just like that kid. I feel like I relate to Dora. him a lot more." Dora, we literally had a little girl going off say. on her own. You know what? No, my mom cannot be mad at me for the way I used to behave as a child. Because you know who my representation was as a child? Dora. <laughs> a little girl literally just walking off on her own away from her parents and everything. I mean, little Bill ain't never left the house. I know that for a fact. That was my childhood representation. I remember um, the episode when he broke his arm and he yeah. sang a song he's like i broke my arm and me and my mom used to always sing that song after that episode i broke my arm you know what song i used to sing as a kid what uh the freddie krueger song one two freddie's coming for you See, all right now now on to arthur okay now on to arthur no um, i sing that so much i don't think my mom finds it creepy anymore great. she's just like oh it's my little girl song knock it off <laughs> She's fine. <laughs> um, 
But Arthur really was a great show. Arthur was also a good show. And it's still on. It is it's still on. It's been on since like 98. Cayenne's still on, I think, as well. Um, I don't think The Big Red Dog is Clifford anymore. No. To the background. No. I wish it was. I think that was a fun I one. I wanted to be on Blue's Clues at one point. That was my Kim time. Possible is one we did not mention, but Kim Possible was great too. So I would. Kim Possible was another one where. I would be at my grandma's slash cousin's house and it would be on at like midnight when my mom came my mom came to pick me up. <laughs> I watched Blue's Clues only because I babysat. I watched a lot of those younger shows because I was a babysitter, so I watched them when I was older. And I was a little more like, what is going on? It's just kind of like an acid trip. <laughs> oh, I was all about Blue's Clues. My mom took me to the Blue's Clues tour and <laughs> I remember I <laughs> and I, I think I got a little notepad and stuff. And That's actually really cute. Powerpuff Girls. Uh, I was about to say, was, graduating from preschool, moving up to elementary school, what were your, like, your favorite cartoons in elementary school? Mine was going to be Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> I had a lunchbox. I love, um, funny story, I actually watched a documentary about Powerpuff Girls. Do you know that there is that? There's a, there's a documentary about Powerpuff Girls? You can find a documentary did, about anything. Well, they did, it, they did a documentary because when the movie came out, they as a featurette on the DVD, uh, is a documentary about So it's about like from like 2005 or something? Yeah, but... It's on YouTube. You can't. I did mm. watch it on YouTube, and what's really interesting is when they did the testing for it, mm -hmm. it bombed. Like they did a test group with all these kids, and they all hated it mm. so much. And then, but I think I forget what exactly happened. It originally was supposed to be also on Nickelodeon because uh, a lady at Nickelodeon was the rep that knew the guy who made Powerpuff Girls, Gindy Tartakovsky. And then after. That deal didn't go through. Then he went to Cartoon Network. It almost didn't air. But then when it aired, it was like it was like wildfire. People loved it so much, and it spread all well, over the place. Well, I think it was like the parents being like, "Oh my God, Powerpuff Girls! I'm taking you." <laughs> um, it was like between me, my cousin, and my sister. We used to each be one. I, of course, was Buttercup, the mean one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Blossom. Oh, yeah. Blossom Buttercup. leader. Oh, Buttercup's yeah. the sweet. I mean, Buttercup's Buttercup was the, the green, the mean right. one, and then Bubbles is the cute one. That's right. And sweet one. Um, I will say, uh, however, on the topic of Powerpuff Girls, they should have they should have shut it down after, like, because it ended. Now it's back and There's it's still reboot, on, yeah. Yeah, and it's it not as that. good. It <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. It's not terrible. Good. I will say it's not like the worst thing ever, but it's just not as good as the old school. Powerpuff Girls, and it's because they're trying too hard to be like cool relevant and relevant. Current. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, Powerpuff Girls is a classic. Mm -hmm. um, I will say also, uh, Cat Dog. Cat Dog. Was my oh, what I always forget about that show. Cat Dog. There are a lot Cat of shows during that dog. era of Nickelodeon where a lot of people forget about a lot of those episodes. To be fair, though, Nickelodeon was in a weird place at that time because also at the same time as shows like Cat Dog is on, also was Cow and Chicken. Red and Stinky Stimpy. And Red and Stimpy was by far the worst offender. Just like, what is going oh, what on? Who's the other one? With the, like, he was like a Chihuahua. Chihuahua. He was like a Chihuahua. He had like that shirt on. Rocco. Oh, you Rocco's mean Rocco's Modern Life? Yeah. He's a, he's a, can he's a kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> is he? Yes. yes. Well, kangaroo or... Yeah. He's a kangaroo because he's Australian. Yeah. Is There's he? Yeah, they they I never they recently it. released a movie on Netflix yeah, mm -hmm. where he like went off in space and now he's back and he's like I'm looking for the nineties. 
I need to watch that. Um, <laughs> me too. I was never, I'm really I just surprised. Was never he's really huge a, into Rocco's. He's mind. a kangaroo. I watched it a couple mm-hmm. times. I yes. swear to God, he was a chihuahua. No. Well, I'm really Mexican. <laughs> and then he had the uh, his friend. One of them was, was a cow. Heifer. Yeah, and I forget what the other one was. Um. I yeah, Nickelodeon was in a weird place then. Nickelodeon's always in a weird place though. But so, occasionally. so was Disney for a while because then they had shows like Jake Long, Brandy Lloyd and Mr. Space, but that was like Told by Ginger. Jake Lloyd Long was a Space. lot later. I completely forgot about this show, Lloyd in Space. I remember watching that show, and they had like that token human who was Ginger. <laughs> I remember that he like came and he was like that, being there. That's like the Futurama of like kids. Yeah, that's kids. what started yeah. it. Um. <laughs> I will say uh, I loved when because I think I think for me the reason I was always more attuned, like it's just, we keep talking about a lot of shows kind of randomly because we're trying to fit so many shows into this for into this podcast. But uh, just to focus up a little bit on the networks for a bit, um, I remember just being into Cartoon Network because Cartoon Network, at least when I by the time I started really watching cartoons, they were just so great at picking up cartoons from ev- all over the world i remember like my introdu- introduction into anime came from was it the cartoon Samurai? network because of toonami and oh, toonami uh oh yeah that was their whole like yeah that was their like, block their, when they wanted out, to do more programming teenage yeah. programming and more action-oriented programming and i remember toonami was the first place i ever watched dragon ball z and i was like yo what is this this is awesome the art style super cool these fights are like epic and it's like and even um who owned Yu-Gi-Oh? was that uh yeah i think that was upn upn did it first on wb kids but it didn't really i think it didn't become popular until on cartoon network because of how they marketed it yeah because do um Dragon Ball Z also was on WB Kids first, but they marketed it like it was like, hey, come watch Dragon Ball Z on Saturday at 8 p.m. Versus Cartoon Network was like, Dragon Ball Z happening on Saturday at 8 p.m. <laughs> the voice and it's, like, and it's just like super intense where well, you're like, was, as a kid, you're like, yeah, Dragon Ball Z is awesome. Well, that was the whole thing about Cartoon Network and Lodian and Disney. They used to be so much more aggressive and now they're just like, hey. Everybody's Especially like Cartoon Network. Back back. Cartoon Network seems very neutered compared to its old I self. think Nickelodeon was really intense. Oh my god, really jumping back to preschool section though. I remember Face. Do you guys remember Face on Nickelodeon? Yeah, on Nickelodeon. He I would used be like to the interstitial people. Really? Thing. Oh, no, he was like in between it. like... Like the commercial... Like you know how they do like... Uh, Actually, I don't feel like they have that anymore. Yeah. But you know how they did, like, you're watching Disney Channel and that kind of stuff. Yeah. He would be in between the shows. Yeah, it was, like, early in the morning when, you know, everybody's off to school or you would stay home from school sick. Mm -hmm. You're watching Nickelodeon. You're watching, like, those really young shows. And it's just, like, a colored, like, purple face. Yeah, and then he's like, look, I can change color. And he pretends to, like, hold his breath and he changes color. He's like, ha-ha, I'm not... Because it's a little creepy. Because <laughs> it literally was just a colored screen of like orange or purple and a middle face in the in the center being like, I see you're home today, watching and enjoying. Let's go over and watch this show together. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say like, uh, but like I because I think we should also like save modern cartoons for as we get closer to the end uh, since we're still going down memory lane a bit. Um, I don't really watch modern cartoons. I was gonna bring up a few, but then I was the like, Simpsons? let's save it later. Um, Futurama, I guess, would be modern. I was gonna say like stuff like Gumball and Adventure Time, but we'll, like Gumball. we'll save that. We'll save But we'll save those. Um, 
for now, uh, I was also going to say I used to love because uh, I brought it up earlier before we started recording and then saved it for this. But uh, I think my love for Powerpuff Girls as I got older translated to my love for a French cartoon that ended up being on Cartoon Network, uh, Totally Spies. Because Totally Spies was also a cartoon where it's three girls who kick butt and fight bad guys, but as opposed to them being superheroes, they're spies. And yet it was still a super cute show. Also, you know, teenage kid who's like seeing these three hot ladies travel across the world and fight bad guys (laughs) wasn't bad either. But at the same time, I was still in love with the show. It was adorable. And uh, I highly recommend it if any if you can still find episodes of it. It was a great show. I really loved it. Do y'all remember Maggie and the Ferocious Beast? I remember it. I it can't remember an episode. Like if you asked me familiar. to like quote if, an episode, I could not tell you. If I here, I'll show Alex. Look it look it up on here. No, actually. Am I I'll looking just, or are you I'll, here I'll look Um Well while he's looking for that. A big show that influenced me was definitely uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So I admit to being like, of course I was. I was like really dark as a kid. I do not remember that. Okay. That looks terrifying. Yes, I remember this. Yes. What in I, the I had to hell? think about it. I was like, what? I, I remember what this monster looks like and I can't remember. I couldn't picture it for a second. The, and, the, and the beast could like take his spots he off. He could take his remember? spots uh-huh. off. Yeah. <laughs> What was he doing with the spots? I think he would just use them where you could step on them. And they had their friend, the pig friend, Mm -hmm. and like what animal farm nonsense is that? (laughs) They would just like go on adventures. Walk on two feet. (laughs) Oh no, the ferocious beast walked on four feet. No, the pig. Oh yeah, pig walked. Pig shouldn't walk on two feet. (laughs) It's a cartoon. (laughs) It's Animal Farm. Um, you, but, sorry, one more, one more, one more. Okay, <laughs> we have to talk about Grimm. Okay, but do you? We will. We Stop will. yelling. <laughs> but I do you? Grimm is a different show. Grimm is a show on anyway. Um, do you guys remember? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you guys remember Kipper? No, no. <sighs> Kipper, I'm gonna pull that Did up. You too. watch a lot more cartoons than us. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I mean, I'm just there's pulling, a lot out there. I'm just pulling <laughs> these. I'm know. pulling these I out from my memory. Thought I watched a lot of cartoons, but I guess I did not. I think I watched them. Okay, this came like, up when I searched Kipper. Well, yeah, it's a type of fish. It is a type of food. Yes, <laughs> it's a fish. Um, but Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, I love, especially growing up in a Christian household. There was a lot of days where I was wondering, should I be watching this? Because of how dark that show was, but I just My, remember loving every episode. No, no matter again, how dark I didn't watch those type of shows when I was little. It was the dog. Do you remember him? Oh, now I remember. Well, I remember the the art style. I don't remember the show. Like, I don't mm. think I watched many episodes of Kipper. I didn't watch a lot of like again preschool or young shows, um, but for Grim Adventures, yeah, it was the same thing. Like, I grew up within the Christian household. But, like, my mom still let me experiment with, like, witchcraft and magic and, you know, paganism, which, surprise, surprise, I do not follow the Christian faith anymore, uh, which, you know, I don't know why my mom always got so shocked. (laughs) I still do. Let me do it. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Believe Um, what you want. But, like, the Grim Adventures always made me feel, like, less weird because it was like, (laughs) oh, I like this stuff and kind of believe in it. So, like, oh, okay, Belly and Mandy. Mandy is, like, super cool. I just loved its humor. I liked, uh, I think that's where I get my dark sense of humor from, is Grimm mostly, Grimm Adventures of Billy and Mandy. It was just a very funny show in some of the worst ways. And then it didn't help that at the same time of watching that show on Cartoon Network, I would then 
switch over to Nickelodeon and watch Invader Zim, mm-hmm. <laughs> another I, really dark show. I think show what was really great about Billy and Andy for me was that, like I had mentioned with my voice, my natural voice, Mandy was the same way, so it made me feel less weird because, like, well, all the other girls had, like, a higher voice. I was, like, really had a deep voice. Like, I already sound way older than I should have when I was, like, young, and I was like, oh, Mandy sounds the same way. Okay, this is cool. I think my favorite character from Grim Adventures was always uh, Haas Delgado, (laughs) bounty hunter and fighter of evil monster. (laughs) I like that he had an interchangeable hand. Yeah. Sometimes he would bring out a whisk for no reason. He'd have, like, a chainsaw, like, have, like, just a normal hand. Or an egg beater. Yeah, an egg beater. He just (laughs) had interchangeable hands. Do you guys remember the show? Um, Kablam. No. Another show. I remember the name, don't remember the Nickelodeon. It's, it's, you need to it's just kind pull of it up a... before you I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You keep mentioning things and then have to pull the phone to like, get a couple oh. It was like a sketch comedy series, but it was like, it was hosted by these two clowns. You remember them. They look familiar. Oh, damn it. But, okay, okay, so... So they, it was a sketch. Some of them, some of the sketches would be super freaky. Like, um, I love going back to old cartoons because you realize how freaky they actually are. Like, do you remember any of those? Mm-mm. Like, these were some of the sketches that they would have. Like, isn't that isn't that that terrifying? I actually think I remember that one. Uh huh. You remember her because she was terrifying. All right, describe it had... for the people who are or listening to audio only, on... <laughs> so they don't know. what They you're can look on our at. Instagram and take a look at what we're talking about. Exactly. We'll post this. Uh, it was just a creepy figure. Although that, um, going to modern day cartoons real quick, is kind of like uh, the Amazing World of Gumball. Mm, yeah, which I actually I love that show. That show, also, honestly, it. I think I was going to mention that show in my top five, but I didn't because it's so new. Yeah, it's but not it, a childhood show for us, but it has affected me in almost the same ways as some of my favorite childhood shows. Because I like I think because Gum, Gumball for a long time I stopped watching cartoons because I was like, uh, especially with the it seems today like the way the huh? can we pause. We have to go help Yasi and Christian with the groceries. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was uh, something to the uh, effect of... Um, it, for me, Gumball just had a, uh, a, a thing to it that got me back into watching modern-day cartoons, and now I'm loving what Cartoon Network's putting out, stuff like Infinity Train... And uh, rewatching We Bear Bears, rewatching a little bit of Adventure Time. So I, I would say Gumball is up there for me um, as one of the modern cartoons that's gotten me like back into cartoons. Plus, every episode of Gumball makes me laugh. I don't know what it is. That show that's is true. just so well written, but every single episode hits for me. There's so many. Yeah, I agree. There's something about Gumball that's just fantastic. I can rewatch that show and just like laugh. There's a scene. I don't know why I like laugh until I wheeze. Is where uh oh, what's his name? The flower. I forget his name, but I know yeah. who you're talking about. Yeah. He. So there's a character that's a flower, and there's another character who's like was like, oh, all I want for my birthday is a flower. And he's like, oh, what a coincidence. His name's Alan. No, Alan's the balloon. Alan's the balloon. Alan's the balloon that eats really weirdly by sucking things up into himself, Mm -hmm. which they constantly address, but don't address it. They're like, uh, how do you do? And then they change the subject really quick. Well, it's cute because every character, almost every character is animated differently. Yeah, that's another thing that I love. 
But anyway, the flower is like, oh, what a coincidence. That's exactly what I got you. And he rips himself from the stem. And there's something just so shocking about that. That goes into the eyes are like, It's a kid's cartoon and it's on Cartoon Network. And all of a sudden, Cartoon this, Network's very daring. This, yeah, They'll put stuff like that out. This flower decapitates itself and it's screaming. It's just like, ah, ah. And then she's like, stop it. And he's. He stopped like he's not holding his decapitated flower head in his hand. Do you have you seen the horror episode of Gumball? Which where they were Ghostbusters? No, there's an episode where I mean, there's a couple of different horror episodes. There's one in particular though where the the premise is that um, all of these horror mascots, um, like Carrie the ghost, mm-hmm. she talks about how on Halloween like it sucks for her because no one's scared of ghost um, villains anymore. And it's just a bunch of references to horror movies. Like you get like the Freddy Krueger and Jason. The funniest one is they like, there's uh, the tape from the ring is in the middle of the road and the kids walk up to it and they're like, what is that? I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a retro yo-yo. And so they start playing with it and extending the tape and the ring girl comes out the well. She's like, no, 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 no. Hey, what are you doing? No, that is a VHS tape. What well, are y'all doing? Is that like the newest season? It's one of the newer ones. Oh yeah. my God, I gotta watch it's it. It's a great episode. I think you would appreciate it, especially because you would just catch just, all the references. I, I already appreciate it. Like I already <laughs> find so much respect for that. I love it. Um. Okay, so I was talking about Kablam earlier. And I, John, I think you are now like the king of just re- of like obscure cartoons that we're just like, what is that? Ooh, I and, got an and one. This is one of this is one of this terrified me as a kid. I used to literally turn the channel when this sketch would come on because Kablam would be like different cartoons, but like in sketch format, like SNL kind of, mm. but like for kids. Is that why you and like SNL was, so much? This was what I guess so. This was one of the sketches that was on there. No. Angela Anaconda. If you're listening to this, type in Ang- I remember this. I don't I didn't know it was a part of this Kablam yes. cartoon, but I remember that. I do remember that. If you're yeah. listening to this, type in Angela Anaconda and watch your dreams be haunted because this show was terrifying in the animation style because they would use like real life pictures of kids and people, but they would be animated and it was animated into this like stick figure animation it was terrifying and it still haunts me to this day i will say you know what i also used to watch a lot of and i'm I'm, and it's one of the few things i've always said if i ever got to write a movie adaptation of i would do scooby-doo i there's been so many iterations of it is is not it i will say it's not as i it's timeless because but i love scooby-doo like i literally had scooby-doo you don't know the ages of these children it's timeless because they keep adapting it because the premise never gets old a group of teenage mystery solvers solve mysteries that's like you can't there's nothing you need to change about that That i literally had scooby-doo curtains and scooby-doo pillows you you would literally randomly when we were working together sing Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, where are you? And there's so many Scooby... You know how many no. Scooby-Doo shows there have been? My pup wait, named Scooby-Doo, wait, go, Shaggy go, go got his own Going back to obscure show. cartoons, do you guys... Did you ever watch Science Court? Mm-mm. Science Court, no. Science Court? So they would actually argue in court about scientific things. About, I remember like, these characters, though, but I never... I don't remember the cartoon really, right now. It was, like, really weird, because they had, like, almost, like, what looked like crawling skin. Um, they would argue in you court to prove what? different scientific factors. I think factors. this show was animated, may have been, the reason it might but look like that is because it, it might like, be animated by the same people who did home movies. 
Yeah. No, that's exactly who they look like. Yeah. Home and movies was a great cartoon. There's too. another there's another uh, cartoon that I'm that I'm that this is reminding me of as well. And I can't think of the name. I can't think of it, but But that was like a great one because I used to love it and it used to feed into my science one. I did feel bad for the lawyer guy because he was always on the wrong side. And I do remember one episode where they're like, oh, you technically won. And he has this whole fantasy about winning and he starts crying and he's getting roses and stuff. And he's like, no, but you're still wrong because it still wasn't accurate, scientifically inaccurate. He's like, oh man, and like I, I felt that. I will say, while it's not a kids' cartoon, I did watch it when I was a kid, and it did shape me a little bit into who I am now. Science porn? No, um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. No. Yeah, you guys ever no. heard of it? It's an me adult. Me and Alex it, just it, looked it, at each other. Vaguely, it's sounds an familiar. Adult Swim cartoon. Oh, is which... that what the hung with the like the guy was a lawyer, Birdman? No, but Harvey Birdman was also a great oh, one, Harvey and Birdman. Space Goes Coast to Coast was also great too. Mm. Um, but there's a but no Hunger Aqua Teen actually, but in the vein of that, Aqua Teen Hunger Force spun out of Space Ghost Coast to Coast, and it was about these three roommates who were each like fast food items. There's Frylock, Shake, yeah, oh, and I remember Meatwad. that show. I hated that show, and they were. It's a terrible show in the sense of like the content is just like trashy. That, but that's Adult Swim. That's what it is. People used to gross me out, but people. they it used to make me laugh all the time. It's the first. It was like the first show I ever watched that was like adult content before Family Guy. That was like I was like, man, this is awesome. And then the Boondocks came, and I was like, it changed. That changed my life. Hands I think down. the real thing that like adults would introduced me to was Inuyasha. Oh, Inuyasha. Inuyasha. Mm-hmm. I always said it wrong. Um, that you, I would wake up like in, at three in the morning and see that and be like, oh my god! And then I just started watching. It was super funny because the first episode I ever watched was actually like a recap episode of like the season previously. So I was like caught up really quick, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I got to watch the whole, I was like, oh, or I am like, I know everything that's going on, yeah. For me, my Adult Swim anime show was Astro Boy. I remember- uh, I really remember that. On the East Coast, I used to wake up so early. So I would uh, like at five in the morning. And so then I would just like turn on my TV and old school, I mean like black and white old school episodes of Astro Boy would just be on. And it was, it was fun. I liked Astro Boy. Still like Astro Boy to this day. Um, and they even tried to reboot Astro Boy for Toonami at one point on Cartoon Network um, and make it a little more action-y. But I, I didn't end up liking it as much. My show growing up that I would wake up early to watch because I would always, I remember, I would always wake up at about like 7 a.m. when I was a kid on like Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And the night before, my parents would always be like, my mom specifically, she'd be like, all right, now when you wake up, I'm gonna be sleeping in. So you, if you turn on the TV, turn to turn the the volume notch to notch five and not a notch more than that. And it would always be Fairly Odd Parents. I would always be watching Fairly Odd Parent Parents. But I would be remiss if I did not bring up Rocket Power in this podcast. Rocket Power. Power. Yeah, that was one. to do that again. That used to Rocket Power was the show that made me think I wanted to be an X Games. <laughs> X Games. That I found out real quick. Man, skateboarding is hard. Mm-hmm. It was just, and it was animated by the same people who did Rugrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I mean, a lot of shows back then at that time, mm-hmm. Nickelodeon were animated by the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Rocket Power. A lot of people forget about Rocket Power because I remember one time I brought that up and yeah. I had like a whole like in front of a lot of coworkers and none of them could remember. They were like, "What's Rocket Power?" It's totally oh, yeah, you are my age. It's something that wanted me to start skateboarding. Mm-hmm. I did not have the balance or coordination, for that, but <laughs> it made me want to challenge myself. And did you know? Guess what? Guess what? I just found out what? like what? months ago. <laughs> you know, Sam, the nerdy kid with blonde hair. No. Okay, I'll pull him up. <laughs> yes, I do know. I okay, but Sam... Much. The one who like couldn't really skateboard, so he was the video guy. Yes, Sam... <laughs> hold on. I'm, I'm, so that I, I, need to, I need to type this in before I tell you. Sam, Rocket Power. He was, a, he was him. You remember him, right? Yeah, now I remember him. He was voiced by a black guy. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> this was his voice actor. I look looks still like a young guy. In one of the seasons. Oh, interesting. Hmm. He looks familiar. He does look he familiar. Played, he played um, the son of Sandra and Elvin on The Cosby Show. No, I don't think I don't really 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 know. <laughs> uh, he was also He was also on Lizzie McGuire. He played the friend uh, of her brother that didn't talk at all. I think I remember that Lizzie McGuire enough to remember that. Okay. <laughs> I think it's hidden in there. Um I will say uh And sorry, and he was the voice of AJ on Fairly Odd Parents. AJ! Mm-hmm. Uh, I um I'd also be remiss if I didn't bring up the cartoons that also helped raise me and got me into comics. All of the Tim um Ah, Tim not Tim Drake. That's not his name. That's a Batman character. No. Uh, Bruce Tim. There we go. Bruce Tim. The Bruce Tim animated um, superhero cartoons. I'm talking Batman animated series. I'm talking Superman animated series. I'm talking Static Shock. I'm talking Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. They were all amazing, and they all. And it was the first time people talk a lot of smack about DC's universe now, but that's where it started. Because that was the first time all of the shows had their own universe where it's like everything that happened in Superman, you would see Superman and Batman team up and it was the same animation style. Justice League took it to the next level where it introduced a whole bunch of characters and Justice League Unlimited took that even to a whole other level where almost every DC character you'd ever seen in the comics showed up. You had episodes that didn't even involve the big uh, Justice Leaguers. There's a whole episode dedicated to Huntress, and the question of all people <laughs> two very obscure characters and i appreciated that i appreciated a show um that showed a lot of uh diverse characters the justice league was more diverse because at the time in the comics the justice league was mostly all white people not in the show you had john jones who was dating i i want to say hot girl hawk girl they based her maybe off of more of a hispanic look but nonetheless you know, interracial couple going on. You know what I mean? You got... Which jumps back to the whole representation thing. I don't think people... People think like, oh, cartoon's a cartoon. With like Pinky in the Brain or SpongeBob or something. Mm-hmm. But there is still representation in that. Even in like uh, Fairly Odd Parents. There's AJ. I like how they made AJ the smarter character. But there's no Hispanic character in there, by the way. And like Lloyd in Space, they had the well, token white guy. Was it wasn't... Was it, couldn't Tricks... Couldn't you Trixie was more Trixie Asian. Asian. Then, oh, wait, what, what about... Who am I thinking of? I don't know who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know what, though? Give some credit to uh, creator of Fairly Odd Parents, too. He also had kind of like a... Uh, oh, no, there was like, that one... Universe going on thing. 
Oh, sorry to interrupt. What well, no, saying? I was just saying because like fairly odd. He had fairly odd parents. He yeah. had um, the you one with the know. Danny uh, Phantom. Danny Phantom. I, I love yes. Danny Phantom. But I was, there's another one he made too. That's like uh, it was like a dog and this and his oh, friend I, was a cat who's like a spy. I, I don't. Remember that, was, that. that one was a that little was less. I want to go back to Danny Phantom. But Danny Phantom was awesome. That was But no, I was gonna say the the representation in Fairly Odd Parents was. That Wandissimo, remember him? That was the <laughs> one, a sleazy fairy. That's what I got for my side. You guys got an intelligent child. I got a sleazy fairy who kept hitting on a married woman. Thanks. I mean, you know, at least he was handsome. He's a very fit fairy. I mean, he had muscles. Yeah, muscles. Yeah, and anytime he flexed his shirt would rip and disappear and med- like there was one time Cause he was just he like because he no. had a tight shirt. <laughs> a sleazy one who would constantly take off his shirt. Great. Um, um what else um, was there on on I feel like there was more on PBS that we're missing. PBS? Yeah. We got Arthur, we had um Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Blue's Clues is on PBS. No, that was on Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah, right. they were on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, Zoom, that was not. Zoom, that, was, that was a cartoon. But, that was, no, but no. did you watch Zoom? Yeah, I told you I watched Zoom. Okay, we've talked. Okay, Zoom. But we can't go back. We can't go I know, Zoom. we can't. Oh, I will it. say one thing I want to mention just to give Disney some. Because Disney, we've touched on a lot of their kid stuff. Yeah, and touching their, um, their action stuff. Gargoyles. You can't be missing the gargoyles, though. Y'all know really gargoyles. I I remember watching that show. Oh, like, gargoyles was the was live really action. No, no it, it was animated, and I would love to see a live action gargoyle. Listen, y'all are out here rebooting all these movies that don't need reboots. Reboot gargoyles and put it on the big screen so people can see the goodness that is gargoyles. Yeah, but they've already destroyed a lot of shows and cartoons. I'm just by saying, doing Keith David's still thing. alive. We have time. Did you but guys... they never bring back the original like writer or producer or stuff. So do you really want them touching gargoyles? He's the voice actor of the of the main character. Well, they can I still get like, him. He's still a big name. I meant like yeah. The all right. Then I didn't know. But I'm saying, but what about the writer? The people other than the voice who made the show? They probably do won't do that. Destroy, but you know yeah. what? Listen, I'll I'll take what I can get. Gargoyles needs to come back. <laughs> Did you, you say that and then I watched the Kim Possible live action. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's a fair point. You know what? Scratch what I said. Don't do no more. Don't do that. Did Gargoyles. There's also the Simpsons movie. Don't give it the Kim Possible treatment. There's also the Simpsons movie. Yeah. yeah. Did you what? guys? Did you guys watch? Um, okay, there's two more on PBS that I'm thinking of, but actually three. There was uh, Cyber Chase, the math one. I don't remember it, but I know what you're talking I hate about. Math. Okay. Um, and then there was... Uh, as opposed to, like, uh, as we saw with our chicken nuggets debacle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's not bring that up. We couldn't figure out how We couldn't figure out how to No, we need to leave it in mystery. We need to leave it in mystery as, like, a conspiracy thing for our things. Like, what's the chicken nuggets debacle? Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there was also uh, Maya and Miguel. Do you remember that show? Mm-mm. Okay. I vaguely remember that. Do you? Yeah, Maya made a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's Maya and Miguel. You sing and I still don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of, I missed a lot of PBS stuff. I didn't really watch a lot of PBS stuff. I will say I did PBS. watch Banana, uh, the Bananas and Bananas Pajamas. And it's, not really, it's not a cartoon when I was growing up, but it's a cartoon now. Mm-hmm. They have an animated, 3D animated cartoon now for the kids. Yeah. Uh, but man, Bananas and Pajamas. 
That show I used to love, but it used to give me nightmares. It's a little freaky because they're literally bananas in literal But you know what? I don't think I remember them from the cartoon. I remember them when they used to be on Molly's Big Red Couch. Molly's Big Couch. That's that's not a cartoon. Yeah, but that's where the bananas came from. So I remember the live action bananas (laughs) where they were just giant bananas in actual pajamas. And that's where I I never saw the actual cartoon. I saw it from them and they terrified me. You know what? Cartoon was very interesting, actually. And I think maybe I'm likely, we're likely maybe to see this, especially with the rise of YouTubers and influencers, is more shows centered around real people. And the one I'm thinking of that kind of started it all, Jackie Chan. You guys remember yeah, the adventures no, of yeah, Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan, Chan adventures. Had to find, yeah. They had to find the towns. Jackie! <laughs> I, I used to love that show. That, and also, you and Mike Wigwig, Boggy Zow. Every, like, those are the two things I remember from that show, hands down. Jackie Chan. That show. Jackie Chan adventures. I used to love that show. Let me rephrase that. I used to love that show up until I want to say the second season, and then the little girl had to go home. And then it was just him searching for, I don't, they weren't looking for the 12 talismans anymore. They were searching for something else and I can't recall, but then it just ended up, blah. Uh, I will say we're at 54 minutes, so. Okay, okay. well. I'm pretty, I've pretty much exhausted all yeah, of, I mean, all of listen, the back of my memory this, that I can get to. I can do I'm, this all day. I know, just I used to watch so many cartoons. I, I, I genuinely did it. I watched a lot more horror films and then live shows i guess i watched tv that was a little too older for me um i watch a, i watch a couple more cartoons now which some people are like oh that's a little young for you i'm like yeah but i didn't get to enjoy back then and mm. it's the same thing i had spoken about with the princess thing i didn't really watch those as kids um but now i feel like i get a chance to and like even when people are like trying to be like oh you're a little too old for that it's like screw you i can do what i want exactly. plus i mean you know we we touched on the ones that we enjoy but there's so many more like I'm sure you guys watched uh, th- uh, many of the Looney Tunes back mm-hmm. when you were kids. I watched a ton of the Hanna Barbera cartoons back in the day. Tom and Jerry was my yeah, show. Yeah, Tom and Jerry. I used to love Tom and Jerry. Um, then we, had, we didn't the even get into a lot of the modern cartoons and stuff. So there's, there's, we, we probably should do a follow up episode to this at some point mm-hmm. in time. Maybe we will if we get a lot of you guys out there sending uh, your favorite cartoons. Uh, some of your favorite throwbacks, or maybe some of the ones you enjoy now, because maybe you didn't get to enjoy a lot of cartoons when you were growing up. Let yeah. us know whose cartoon experience did you resonate with the most? Me, Alex, or Jerome? Let us know. Tweet at us, email us, whatever. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, strolling on Instagram now. I'm checked out. Um, so, yeah, but uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining uh, us. At the time of recording this, we're still a little bit in quarantine, so we still want to send out the message okay, to, we, to wash your hands. I'm I want sure, to say yeah, that. that yeah, good. we need to tell people until this all blows yeah, over. We, wash your hands. At the time of recording, we don't know where we are with this quarantine or Seattle-wise, so it is good to remind you to wash your hands, be safe, mm-hmm. um, keep the social distance of six feet at this time. If wash you don't have your to go everything home, in general. Yeah, take an take a extra shot or a nice long bath. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have to, don't go into large crowds. Right now there is a ban of 50 people when we are recording this. Hopefully that's not so much in the next few weeks because we do have a friend who uh, he owns a bakery and we don't want him to suffer. Yeah, you know, absolutely. We hope that everybody's just staying safe. Remember, again, yeah, wash your hands, keep your social distance. Um, 
if you feel sick, stay home. If you have a fever, a little cough, stay home. If you're really worried, go get tested, you know, but above all, just, you know, be safe and it's okay to just spend some time at home. All right. And with that being said, thank you all for listening. We hope you had a great time listening to our throwback and all the nostalgia that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Well, hold on, we haven't given anybody any of oh, our information. Oh my gosh! Like, we okay, we gotta go it. through I mean, all this. I mean, it's like a season un- and a half. At, at this, this point, point, listen, they need. To, okay, like, they need okay, you can every find episode. you can find me, Alex, at Living My Okayest Life, Jerome. Well, Jonathan, go ahead. Whoever. Okay, because you're gonna give out the okay. Um, you can find me at Jonathan Keys. You can find me at Not Jerome Rhett. You can also find all of us uh, and this channel at Behind the Usher Station on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and TikTok. And I guess Twitter. I mean, we don't really go to Twitter. On Twitter, it's at Usher Station Pod. I mean, I think Twitter's more like a thing we do. Yeah, I'm on on Twitter's at Usher Station Pod. And uh, the rest is behind the Usher Station. Yeah, the rest is behind the Usher Station. You can always email us, DM us, any other way you'd like to contact us. In uh, the spirit of cartoons, you know, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. And, and uh, with that, with we that, say good night or good afternoon <laughs> or good morning or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> bye. You can always just say bye. Or you should have said that's all, folks.